you had to kiss one Street Fighter. Why just one? Let's say you had to kiss. Let's say kiss, date, marry. Okay. Okay. One Street Fighter. I like your version of this so, so. Can I just say the usual version of this game requires <laughs> me to commit murder, um, to perform adultery, and then also re- remarry. And I mean, I, I would argue that, that kissing is, is a form of adultery. It's all so. bad. Like, it's, it's, it's all bad. It's all, it's bad, all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. This yeah, one's yeah. not going to put me in, in jail, you know? It'll yeah. put me in the doghouse. <laughs> well, all right i i think the kiss is an easy answer okay okay kiss i gotta go with the most electric kiss in the bunch blanca blanca now, kissing blanca would be great and i you can't do any of the others with blanca you can't have sex with blanca you destroy you to you know? fucking smash you to pieces you just get caught in that chest hair is what you would do you would get lost in that chest hair and lost in those eyes i would say vega for kiss, oh. because that way I could do it on the mask, and it wouldn't oh. be. Oh, wouldn't um, count as adultery. Count That's a good adultery. Adultery. That's That's beautiful. Griffin. Next, next trick, next trap, please. I dodge, sidestep that one. <laughs> okay. Date. Date mm. Akuma. Ugh, really? No. no, he seems like a bad. He spends so much time tying that rope around his waist. You know, after this game, I think I'd like to date Luke. He seems supportive. Holy <laughs> fucking <laughs> right? shit. I want to know how he, his, I want to know why his head and face and body ended up the way it did. And so yeah. uh, there's probably a lot of great stories there. Yeah. Great stories. Great this, on a first date. Great this, on a first date. This man's forearms looks like one d- juicy Thanksgiving turkey each, each yeah. forearm. He um, looks like he has Mega Man X busters, but the flesh. He has flesh I'm, busters. I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna crush this last category super quick. Okay, Mary. The M stands for Mary. <laughs> you gotta marry him, Bison. Mary Bison. Yeah, Mary Bison will. Mary Bison will protect you. Yes, he will look out for you. You yes. will rule alongside him. Well, here's the question: clean. Are you are you gonna try to change him? Never. <laughs> the day you married in Bison was the most beautiful day of your life. And it was also very beautiful for me because we're in a loving, committed relationship and I will treasure the memory. It was a Tuesday, but uh, don't get it twisted. A really special Tuesday for M. Bison. I love you so much, Justin. What? <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin Bison, and I know the best game of the week. <laughs> My name is Ross Frostick, and I know the best game of the week. Welcome to the Besties, where we talk about the latest and greatest in home interactive entertainment. It is a video game club, pals, and just by listening, uh, I'm excited to announce that you've become a member. Uh, today we're talking about Street Fighter VI. Chris Plant is not with us currently. Uh, so I would love to hear uh, Russ Freshdick tell me what is Street Fighter Six. Street Fighter Six is the si- I was going to say sixth installment, but it's not. It's like the sixty third installment of the Street Fighter franchise, 
which if you're not interested in fighting games, hang tight because it's got some weird shit in here that I think you might dig. Because guess what? We aren't either. Yes. And but, we are still going to give a positive review of yeah, this. Yeah, we're Wait. still very jazzed about this game. Hang so uh, stay tuned. Uh, get pumped. You go get a phone. You just want a phone. Talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because they got all this fine print little details. And all of a sudden, they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know? The contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans, there is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice easy solution save some put the bucks back in your pocket pay 15 bucks a month say bye to your overpriced wireless plans jaw-dropping monthly bills the unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com slash besties that's mintmobile.com slash besties Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Oh, man. <laughs> this thing's wild. This thing this is a fucking... wild experience that I, I was not I ready for, and I'm so glad it's turned out I haven't out looked into anything about this game. No. And when it started, I was like, this... What? We should the even fuck? take a step back and say there was a moment where we weren't even going to do this game because we none Ugh. of us felt prepared to no. talk about a fighting game. We don't Ugh. have any, any... And that's still kind of true. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> yeah. That hasn't changed. <laughs> um, what is notable about Street Fighter Six is how it is gear, geared for folks, folks like us. At the very least, in its completely bonkers uh, open-world single-player campaign mode. <laughs> Um, which is, we should say, we did not have access to the online. Uh, yeah, we didn't play competitive. Street Fighter Six against another human being. <laughs> so <Okay. laughs> please take everything we're about to say with an enormous grain of salt. If you are the type of person who plays fighting games, just maybe even this one's this episode's not for you. And there's lots of other ones I'm sure that are because we didn't play against other human beings. And from what I understand, fighting game freaks love that shit. Yeah, they like fighting others. Um, we exclusively had access to the wor- world tour. Uh, is is that the... is that what it's called? Yeah, if, maybe I'm yeah. confusing it with the. Yeah, it's just called world tour. I just looked. Yeah, it up. I think it's just in one city, but yeah. What? No, baby, you go all over the world. You're out of your mind. Are you kidding? Did you not go to Jamaica? Did you, you not, not go, go to, to fucking I- Italy, London? <laughs> you went to Italy, right? You got to go to Italy to see Tell the lions. To Italy. Tell me at I least blew. you made it to Italy. I blew it. I'm sorry. You okay. must have really not played. Very Was much it, is Italy where game? Mario? You meet Mario and he teaches you his moves. Unbelievable. Um, um, it is a it is a okay. When I when you're playing the game and you do the training, you're you're just like a young pup hanging out with Luke, and he's like, "Hey, you want to get strong? Here's how you do it. You can run on three axes." And I was like. Whoa, that makes whoa, me want to barf. That's crazy. This that's is not- crazy. Why can I? This is Street Fire. Why, why are you letting me do this? And then it turns out is because the single player campaign is like this big open world of fighting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of fighting. it's set. 
it's set in a parody of New York, yes. and it you can go just run around, and there's people, and they're like, there's like a mime on the street, and there's like someone drinking coffee, and you can just run up to them and be like, I'm gonna kick the shit out of you, and they're gonna be yeah. like, hell yeah, and you have a fight, and then yeah. you level up. <laughs> we should also mention... Is not just a parody of New York City. It's fucking Metro City, which is the setting of the Final Fight games. That's right. true. And, and fucking, Mike Hagar is still the mayor. Mike Hagar is the mayor. <laughs> We're building a statue in Mike Hagar's honor. Can you imagine if there was a statue of an existing mayor? A current existing mayor. He's been the mayor for 30 years. He's the greatest mayor we've ever had. He is a, he is a despot, but... Um, we love we love him. We love um, him. We stand we stand this despotic leader. We stand leader. this unproblematic despot. Um, man. Okay, so the the vibe of this game is fucking. I would say a little bit of Jet Set Radio, New Jack Swing, fucking Persona Six. It reminded uh, me Persona of Persona Five, um, rather. It's like it's kind of like Yakuza is what it reminded it's me like, of. It reminds me of like intentional Shenmue. Like oh. an intentional shimmy. Like it's it's kind of, thre- the world is threadbare. And like, I think it's important to distinguish from like real open world games, right? Yes. Yeah, this, this ain't is not GTA. a vibrant world filled with detail and like living, breathing characters. If this you think is, you can drive those cars, you know, no, you can't. No, you, you know, can't no, even no. jump, buddy. <laughs> no, well, you can up uppercut to gain height. That's true. That is something you that you can do you a spinning do. bird kick to get from rooftop to rooftop. And to break signs. <laughs> okay, so you go, you fucking, the it, first you... time I went up to somebody who's like, just a guy selling pizza, uh-huh. and you can challenge someone to a fight, but you can also just like, spinning bird kick right into them, and give yourself a tiny advantage, and the fight has begun. You can do that to almost anyone. Yeah, <laughs> it's very good. Um, it's so funny. So, so you can fight most people in this city, and when you do, it immediately snaps to a 2D, you know, classic Street Fighter Fighter style fight. Uh, Each character that you can fight against, you can check out their like details and see every character has rewards that you can get from the fight by completing certain objectives. So it'll be like, oh, I don't think I knew that part. Oh, Jesus Christ, Russ! How much of this? I mean, I saw that they were wearing hats. And I wanted the hats, but I didn't know how to get the hats. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, no, think more like consumables, usually. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I got get, some energy drinks I got drinks a garment stuff. one time. But, you can get yeah. XP, you can get Zenny, which you spend on buying new clothes, which does have stat upgrades. There's leveling yeah. up and skill point. Like, there is some RPG, there's a lot of RPG trappings here, So, which is a little bit frustrating, because then when you find Chun-Li, and Chun-Li's like, let me teach you. You can be like, okay. And then you learn Chun-Li style, which you just equip to your character, and all of a sudden you're... My dude, who was just a perfectly cylindrical beef boy, yeah. uh, now is moving like Chun Li and has all of Chun Li's moves, uh, which is which is very very good. But then you try to fight Chun Li, she's like, "Let's spar," and she's level like fifty, and she fucks you up, and you don't stand a chance. Which is yeah, very not Street good. Fighter. It feels like okay, but this is I want to talk about this because this is actually the change that that made this work for me among many changes where this like actually clicked where so many don't when i have i can still have a good experience right a good fighting experience where i can practice and not get overwhelmed and the only change in 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 so many of these games right like almost any other genre like this where you have like a, a narrative there is that power fantasy of like growing in strength right um, and I think that being able to do that 
while you're practicing learning like the basics and stuff so you aren't constantly frustrated and you can focus on building your skills without constantly worrying about like am i going to win doesn't matter if i win this or lose this mm-hmm, right um, i was it put me in a much better headspace i think um and it also allows them to have these like big legendary street fighter characters in the game and you don't just like beat them up first time like right. they are going to beat you yeah it, it kind of stretches st- out the experience and and, sure. and what's i think the the very satisfying thing of that growth curve is that as you're meeting these characters you're sort of doing a best of character where you're like picking and choosing the special moves from different folks yes that's the coolest part yeah. of this mode is is you have they're certain they're, they're called masters and you learn from them you become their pupil and then you equip their style and that basically informs like how your character moves and what their basic suite of moves is but as you level up your your like uh apprenticeship under these different masters you basically unlock their special moves uh and you know super moves to use when you are uh, studying under a different master. So you could have, you know, Luke's crazy uppercut with Chun-Li's spinning bird kick. Uh, and and being able to mix and match those is fucking fun. It's really, yeah. really good because every Street Fighter character has fun stuff they can do, but I've never felt a particular attachment to, to any, um, except maybe like E-Honda and original or Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo because I loved Thousand Hand Slapping People. Uh, but now you can do that and have Hadouken on the yeah. same Well, character. and also you could be, it, it's regardless of like your character, whatever, body type. So you can be this Correct. tiny little person doing the like head dive of E-Honda and it looks fucking hilarious. It's so, f- it's, it, it's so, f- it's so fun. I want to. I want to actually talk about the character creation because I mean, you guys are the experts of character right. creation. Well, it's certainly extremely robust. It's very robust. The the I will say that making your body and head and face and tattoos and scars and all that jazz, you could really get pretty nasty with it, and it does give you the. I'm looking forward to doing a monster factory on this because it's got a lot of fun buttons and sliders and switches. It and is tools. hard to make someone that looks good and normal. Yes, yes, I will yes, say. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, you can challenge. use the presets and you can close. if you're a coward, but uh, if you'd like to get in there. I know, yeah. you kind of If you want to get in there, it, it gets rough real quick. <laughs> I basically made like a six and a half foot tall, incredibly strong me. Um, I sure. modeled him after sort of... Um, Adam Driver's shirtless scene in The Last Jedi. Oh, so high like, pants. This is, this is a perfectly just sort of wide man. Yeah. And then, but then you, <laughs> I went to the fucking, <laughs> I went to J. Crew and put a t shirt on him. And the way that clothes fit on any character just is cartoonishly bad yeah. and wrong. They yeah, don't no. want you to have clothes. It's, that's the that's my main issue is like when you Rip, start the game. Rips Justin McElroy has this leather jacket that goes up to his ears. It's so <laughs> and no shirt. <laughs> and, and, but that is the, the heartbreaking thing I would say about the character creator is that there's like 10 clothing options at the beginning of the game. Uh, and that has incentivized me to keep pounding through the story and unlock more clothing stores, but I do wish that they gave you a little bit more <laughs> Keys to the Kingdom. It's not like, you know, if you're expecting sort of Soul Calibur 6 level where you can, you know, put a fucking cube on a certain part of your man's, like, chest to make him look like Pepsi Man or whatever, like, that ain't, <laughs> that ain't it. But it <laughs> is silly, and it is 
it it's as silly and doesn't take itself seriously as any other part of this world tour mode uh but, and that's that hits all the right notes for for me the silliness is um the silliness is it's like it's it's very self-aware it it like seems to seriously ask the question what would the street fighter world be like yeah like what would it be like to live in street fighter world and it's like it would be wild and it and it is like everyone in it is like thinking about fighting usually yeah. <laughs> or talking about fighting or there it, it's there's one there's one guy who you have to get a ticket did, griffin did you do the thing where you have to get the ticket for drone delivery no i have not done that there's, is there's that a sub it's like hey we have drone delivery um and and you can activate it if you get a coupon and you go to this large man he's tall and he's wearing a suit and he's like oh you want it right well, guess how you're going to get it? And you're like, all right, here we go. And he's like, you're going to have to ask me nicely. <laughs> you're like, what? And you're like, yeah, you're going to have to ask me nicely. And he's like, what? Did you think I was going to fight you? Not everyone who looks like me wants to fight. Some people are just trying to live their lives. And you should stop judging people by their appearances. And then your dialogue prompt is like, um, can I please have it? And he's like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> There is. There's, I ran into outside the stadium. I ran into a guy named Kenny that was dressed like Ken. Yeah, who's <laughs> like I have all of his moves except for the leg parts because <laughs> my legs don't move that way. <laughs> so good. Really uh, the terrible. first like big quest that you have to do is create a counterfeit uh, bag. Like a counterfeit oh Prada bag, and the way that you do that is you find a counterfeiter who can make it, and then he's like, "I need two pieces of leather." Um, the big burly dudes down in the alleyway have it, and you go down there, and one of them is just like wearing a leather jacket and leather pants, and he's like, "You want some leather, huh? Well, then you're gonna have to strip it off my body after kicking my ass." <laughs> <laughs> and then you do it, and you take the leather back to the guy, and he's like, "Now we need a buckle." You need to fly to Italy and get this special buckle from a special Street Fighter character who makes buckles. And you fucking fly to Italy and meet this new Street Fighter character who makes buckles. And she kicks your ass, really stomps you on the ground. She's like, you did good, though. Here's a buckle. Do you want to learn how to fight strong? Uh, it's it's so it, stupid. And I will I say it's very, it's very judicious about how it uses the heavy hitters, if you'll pardon the expression, from Street Fighter. I'm not someone who's been following this. Yet. For me, like, my awareness of Street Fighter characters ends at two, right? Like, I And know I think they know that as well, as a lot of people only know the Zangiefs and the M. Bisons of the world. Well, they really, but I tell you, they really hold them close to the vest. I mean, it takes a long time. I mean, it takes a while before you meet Chun-Li. And she's no, not the first, that. No, 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 she's, the, I she's mean, within the a half of, hour, right? Right. But then after that, like, it takes a good chunk until you meet another one of these, like, big, big, beloved characters, or at least yeah. it, it did for me. So, Do you think Ryu you know, is, like, the shadow king of the town that he's actually huh, pulling I, the strings of Mike Hagar? Because I have not seen hide nor hair of Mr. of Mr. Ryu. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, nor Ken, nor, I mean, I haven't met hardly anybody. I mean, I've, I've met Blanca and Chun-Li. That's it. Yeah. Um, in terms of people, and and luke who i guess is someone but i don't know yeah i, I didn't to, like, care for luke Wikipedia. at first and then he kind of grew on me now is yeah. that because his facial features occupy the bottom 10 percent of his head <laughs> real estate and it's i don't sizing. judge by looks it's more a more a vibe thing and i thought he had like a jake paul vibe at first but he was so positive about it that i was like ah, eh, it's kind of working for He's me very positive the first thing he supportive. makes you do is you and your like accomplice 
uh, who's supposed to like train and travel the world with you makes you guys go buy stupid fucking matching pink hats. Yeah. You go to the clothing store and it's like, buy some clothes. And then there's one hat for sale. And it's like, this is $500. I don't want this. I don't want this, Luke. to. It's part of the training. Get strong. Um, I would like to talk very briefly about, okay, mechanically. This is the area where I think the three of us are least equipped yeah. to to answer the question. This is a very specific kind of Street Fighter Six episode. I will, if I could, though, I'd like to talk about the modern controls. Yeah, I'd love to talk about the modern controls because that's what I've been using. Yes, and me too. So basically, and I don't know, this may be old news. I feel like I've definitely like heard or seen other systems, but basically, you have a special attack button. Well, let is, me let me take a step back because I wanted to talk about what the old, like the traditional the, Street yeah, Fighter okay, moves here. The traditionally, and the, really the way it's worked for the last however many games is you've got three punch buttons and three kick buttons, and each of those is, you know, light, medium, hard attack or fierce attack, whatever. So already that's six buttons, and you're not even dealing with, like, blocking and special attacks and whatever it is that you're... So when you think about, like, those arcade sticks in the in the arcades, that's why there were so many goddamn buttons, is because every single input had its own button dedicated to it. Modern changes that. Modern changes that. So with modern, you have, um, there are like three main attacks, light, mid, and heavy. And then um, those are like, a for um, for Xbox controls, they're like X, A, B. Yeah. And then on the Y, you've got uh, a special attack. And depending on what you are holding with that is what move you will do. And that's Smash, Smash Brothers style. Like yeah. down specialist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's programmed in the ma menu. So you go in and you choose, when I press down and Y, I want spinning bird kick to happen. When I press y, just Y, I want Blanca's electric shock to happen. Um, there is, I I feel like, a, and, and maybe this is known, but it feels like a little delay to kind of mimic the the pushing oh, of interesting. buttons. Yeah, I didn't have it like instantly trigger every time I did it. It could have been animation frames finishing, um, I guess, but... Uh, it was it was a little that, bit hit or miss for me. That might um, make yeah that from a balancing standpoint because your quarter circle button, exactly, pr button right. press wouldn't uh, be right. quite that quick. Exactly. Um, right. There's also a if you hold right trigger and use the attack buttons, it will it does an assisted combo. Yeah, and so you can also set those up in in like your uh, like equipment screen for your character, and you will sort of seamlessly you know, com combo your enemy, but you can also make it so that you do a special attack at the end of the combo and you can set that. Or if you do, if you hold right trigger and use like heavy attacks, you'll do a bit of a heavy attack combo and end it with a super move if you have yeah. you know, your, your- The combo thing out. is crazy because combos have existed in Street Fighter forever, but you really just had to remember, oh, if I hit punch, punch, kick, mid kick, then yeah. that was like, that would be like a good string of attacks that they wouldn't be able to react to. And I, w I literally have never been able to remember any of those. No. And this is just hold the trigger down and hit a button a bunch of times, and you will spit out what is an effective combo, which is it, super smart. Now, what is interesting about it, at least for me, is that it it takes a lot of stuff off of the plate yeah, so that you can actually learn the stuff that you don't know and no games ever teach you. Uh, and it's really smart about how it breaks down into like very small chunks it, via side missions. It's like, I want you to do three, uh, you know, air combos on me. 
and do three moves that start with an air attack and then combo into regular attacks. And you need to show that you can do it. But by breaking it down to that level, I felt like I f- I'll give you a good example. When they talked about the air attack thing, it said, wait until the last moment to do your air attack. And that will let you chain it to other attacks. That's probably like 101 stuff that yeah. I have just never been exposed to. Like I've, have never been taught, have never been exposed to. And I feel like this is like one that I could actually, when I'm learning those like staples, you know, I don't need to be worrying about like quarter circle up, down, left, right. You know, like it, it, it takes a lot of that stuff off the plate so you can learn how to use these things once you do know how to implement them. And that's like, it's so much more rewarding for somebody who like, hasn't been part of this scene. Like, I really feel like I can understand, at least chunk it out to where it's like, okay, when is a good time to like advance and retreat and block and, you know, that basic stuff. It's also designed specifically for an Xbox controller, which the traditional Street Fighter controllers or whatever, a normal modern game controller, because the traditional Street Fighter controls are not for that. They require too many buttons that you don't have. And that's why a lot of people buy uh, fight sticks and stuff like that. But these modern controls specifically are designed around what a modern modern controller is. Now, people might be saying, oh, that seems unfair that you've got the modern control option. You don't have to remember all this stuff or whatever it is. If you want to turn it off and have like a way higher skill ceiling for the pros, I'm sure they turn it off because it gives them way more opportunities, buttons and combos and whatever they want to do to mix people up. You can do that. But for me, who's not going to be obsessed about frame timing and whatever, it's been awesome. It's been yeah, so good. I, yeah, as somebody who does not play a ton of, I mean, uh, a, a, a ton of fighting games, but also like we play different games every week almost here. So I can't yeah. like invest the time. Uh, to, but like, this is just fun right away. And and even if I never got into the, um, it, even if I never got into the, the like, versus stuff which i i you know i'm sure that i would instantly get my shop wrecked no For questions sure. i have no idea um but it's a very like rewarding single player experience it's really funny it looks nice like it's it's goofy mm. the, the effects i mean sorry the effects like, look great the characters look it looks like a dreamcast game <laughs> yeah yeah that's russ that's wild but um <laughs> i understand what you're saying um the effects are cool i think that all the characters do look wild I, blanca is hysterical yeah. blanca has like this huge it's like deadbeat dad energy that they brought to blanca which is just wild he looks like sean penn and fast times at ridgemont high um <laughs> It is it is wild, uh, but did I he really, always have overalls? Was that a thing? I think so. I I, th- I see. I think torn pants. Was yeah, he used to have torn style. pants, and now he's got kind of the overall look. But there's like these special drive moves that you can do, where you're like, uh, it becomes like a, a lot of like paint effects. I guess would be. Yes. I don't know how you would uh, describe it, but it is. Uh, I, I, the effects are cool. I mean, the world itself is 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 pretty flat. I would have say. You, have um, you encountered a drive move with a drive move yet? A drive move is like it uses your special drive bar resource, right. and and you can use that to. I mean, you use it up when you block. I think yeah. uh, there's like several different ways that you use it, and if it runs out, it puts you in this vulnerable state. But you can also use it to do a a pretty strong move that uh, I I don't. Is it unblockable or it? Oh, if they block it, it like chunks their uh their own drive bar 
uh, a bit. So there's like a lot of sort of strategic ways to use it. But the best thing you can do is if you see someone using a drive move on you, you have like a split second where you can hit them back with your own drive move to cancel it. And it looks fucking rad every single, and it feels amazing every single time. Again, this is one of those things where we haven't played the online multiplayer. So I don't know how like effective that is against other human beings or how easy it is to pull off. I imagine much harder. Um, but I am existing in this state of pure bliss in this in this single player mode that they have created, which is like, uh, again, we are, this is not our genre, always my favorite shit in, in a fighting game. Whether yeah, like and there, to- and there have been ball number one or whatever it's called, or I, I, I love fighting games when they sort of stretch the boundaries of the genre, and this one stretches it a shocking amount. Yeah, Soul Calibur had a good one, uh, or one yeah, of those sure. Soul Calibers, two or three or something, had like a fun adventure through but this is like way more robust than i think i've ever seen in a fighting game yeah you also can uh, sometimes when you're running along the street like a uh, a crowd of like just ruffians with cardboard boxes on their face will rush you and then all of a sudden you're fighting five people at the same time yeah okay that like... gets that gets annoying if i can say that <laughs> does if you're just trying to get to a to b there are some alleyways that are littered with 20 people just stay out of those alleyways you. justin what? you got to be careful where you walk well, some because there's no jumping, you got to go find a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the that does get annoying. It is funny though because you would expect there to be a point at which people are like, "I'm not doing this anymore." Look at him; he's level twenty, and I'm level one, and I'm not doing it. But still, these idiots with the cardboard box helmets sprint up to you, back. Like, "Let's go!" You're like, "Okay, pop!" Like, "Oh no, I'm dead!" <laughs> <laughs> one, one punch. You literally killed me with one punch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Move on. Move on with your life. One of the, one of the early missions, you have to go to a barista and just get like an energy drink. And I ran up there, and this was before I understood that you could just fight anyone. And I hit the wrong button, and I just started fighting him and kicked yeah. his ass like very quickly. Yeah. And then when it game came back to the game, he wasn't there, and I was like, "Oh shit! How do I even progress?" And then out of the side of the screen. He slowly wanders back in with like so, a glum look on his yeah. face. It's so funny. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I did not, th- I played this begrudgingly, fellas, because I did not think, I thought like, this ain't my jam. I'll play it enough to have something to talk about, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. It yeah, is landing at an, it. it's landing at an unfortunate time, I will say. If yeah, this had come out in the middle of a, a dead zone, I think I would be getting, very, very, very into Street Fighter, but with competition from Zelda and Diablo, and you know, there's a new Final Fantasy game coming out in like two weeks. Uh, that that I don't know. It may be one that I'm I'm going to come back to, but even that is shocking to me. It feels like if you, if you're in a, like a dorm environment and you can like have a lot of people to play with, and then when they're not around, you could just like p- screw around in single player. Like that feels like a really good combo to me. Yeah. And that combo is easy to pull off. Because Street Fighters right uh, punches. Punches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We uh, are going to take a break, and then we'll be back with more discussion of uh, great video games. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want. Get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds 
and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties. This episode of The Besties is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Street Fighter, of course, like... uh probably as much as uh it's probably tied for first but like it it feels like a very arcade experience like especially for people of a certain age seeing street fighter 2 machines in arcades was like practically ubiquitous like yeah i kind of want like if you go into a dave and busters now is there like a street fighter 5 cabinet you know i don't know that i've seen dave and busters doesn't really specialize in that most arcades these days do not have video games in them like it, it is very very rare to see a video game it's like gator game. golf and shit exactly yeah. yeah exactly um which is a shame do, are we going to talk about our arcade jams like our number yeah one? please i mean we i grew up in huntington west virginia you had two options right yeah. back in the day there was do you remember griff tilt tilt and okay gold? but older than that do you remember gold mine gold mine yeah God, if you can find pictures of Goldmine, it's so great. They had like a rock. It's a mall, mall place, right? Oh, like these rocky, are locations. I thought you were naming video. No, games. no, no. Rocky had like a rocky exterior, pitch black on the inside. Just said Goldmine outside in big letters. Could and have been that a was strip like, club. Could have been fucking anything from the outside. But then you walk. I mean, in maybe in the PM, it is a strip club. Maybe. Smoke. I mean, this is an area where like 
smoking was uh, was not only permitted, but I'd say <laughs> encouraged. encouraged yeah. In well, oh my God, yes, check it Did out. You some picks? Pic- yeah, oh, okay. I'm gonna show Russ this. I love this. R- Russ, what was your like childhood uh, arcade Sh- growing up? Sure, my childhood arcade was a place called Sport Time USA in Westchester, New York. God, that's good. And it is everything you would ever want it to be. It is definitely the like epitome of dump your kids off for three hours and not see them and come back and they're like, you know, f- filled up with chicken fried whatever and completely broke. It was That's a delight. So good. Um, okay. What was the, what was the, for me personally, if I walked into an arcade and I had some buddies or bros, literal bros with me and they had one of the, konami multiplayer beat-em-ups whether it was x-men or simpsons or turtles uh that is usually where i'm gonna live yeah you guys could field almost an entire squad with just y'all yes yeah i mean i mean x-men arcade is like six player like it's it's outrageous and also what's funny is that those games haven't aged well for for me because they the way that they are designed to kind of consume quarters uh yeah. has made it a, a somewhat unpleasant experience in a you know any other environment but mm-hmm. i i still harbor a great amount of fondness for for those for sure yeah that sounds great did you guys fight over like you know did justin get first dibs kind of character On characters picks? uh i don't yeah. know i feel like i always I got the character i wanted probably because i was the Baby, Baby. And I yeah. Got I always wanted um, Nightcrawler, and so I got him because oh yeah, Nightcrawler was fucking great. Uh, you know, it's funny. We have like I, I the ones that stand out to me are the the weird ones like, um, Dragon's Lair, the full size Mad Dog McCree cabinet. Oh was sure, like hugely like that was just a huge TV showing cowboys that you could shoot. Um, yeah. There was a uh, this old cowboy game that I recently found footage of where it's like a quick draw kind of thing, and you're like quick drawing on this cowboy, an animatronic cowboy. Um, that was at the the Billy Bob's was our other arcade that had like tiny Ferris wheels and a big ball pit that Juice, everyone said you a kid worked, died in. But you worked at the pub. What the pub was another man? We, we have a lot of arcade. Yeah, the pub yeah. family fun center. That was dope was for a, me. We would go there after church because it was really close and Juice worked there. And I remember a couple times like taking some of my church buddies and you could like crack a fuck. What was the uh, m- like Monsters of the Deep or something? It was a Sega um, oh, yeah, that was on a cool rail one. shooter. Like a- uh, I'm going to have to Google what that fucking yeah, game is called. That was a cool, that was a cool on rail shooter where you're like killing squids and stuff. No, I was hired to be a DJ who would like get the party going on the what? weekends. It's like a 50s themed pizza place with, um, that served like beer and had an attached arcade. And I was hired to be a DJ to like really get the party going. And I was terrible at it because I was so uncomfortable and I hated all the music they played <laughs> and I hated everybody that was there. It was really miserable. So you weren't so much a DJ as like a hype man. Oh uh, yeah, it was a hype man, but you would try to get like like you would go get a a, a a Hawaiian shirt on and try to get people to do the YMCA. The best one that they ever did was they told me they said Justin, the the two guys that used to do this, they would do a great Blues Brothers routine, and we would love for you to do a Blues Brothers. <laughs> thing. And I said, well, 
um, there's just one of me. And they're like, yeah, we'd still like it. So it's basically like this very enthusiastic IRS agent that's like dancing around the pub trying to get the party started uh, to Soul Man. Um, that's saw, brutal for kids mostly. Uh, I wish. It's for drunk adults to dislike me, I think, mainly. Yeah. Uh, probably the better option, quite honestly. Um, <laughs> it was called The Ocean Hunter. Ocean the Ocean Hunter, the oh, Seven Seas cool. Adventure, fucking great. I played a lot of Simpsons. I would oh, say. Simpsons is good. Yeah, yeah. they got um, that. At, we have a barcade in Huntington, uh, is Old North, uh, up there in Pullman Square. They've got um, they've got the Simpsons. They got X Men. They got Die Hard Arcade, which is a good one. Oh, Die Hard rules. I enjoy a light gun game, but oh, only yeah. I, I used to dig the like House of the Dead, but even that became a little quarter chompy after a while. What about uh, Revolution but, X? Uh, sure, yeah, obviously. absolutely. But for me, uh, once Time Crisis integrated the foot pedal that oh, let you dot pop beat. in and out of cover, that's really yeah, that fun. became so cool. my sort of number number one go to, like what I will drop drop quarters on. Uh, yeah, there is nothing that feels kind of cooler in an arcade than like stomping on that pedal, you know, dropping a few completely identical soldiers, and then like ducking out of the way of a rocket before it it comes and blasts you. Do you guys ever beat one? You guys ever beat an arcade game? I, th- I think Turtles in Time. I beat once in um, you know I had it on SNES, so I beat it there. But in the arcade, I think I beat Turtles in Time. I mean, me and my boy Alex White beat the Ocean Hunter that one time that you cracked that shit open and put like ninety nine credits on it. Yeah, Tony oh. Red and I beat Sunset Riders at Shawnee State University. Oh, that's a good one. Sunset Riders felt attainable. Like you could you could beat Sunset. I didn't know Riders. Sunset Riders a was an arcade. A lot of yeah 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 definitely. Yeah. That um, game the best- I do want to share my one gambling story okay please yes okay so sport time usa there'd be like birthdays every weekend there invariably that's where the birthday would be and obviously for a while they you know you'd go and they'd give you tokens whatever five dollars ten dollars worth of where tokens are, where are we at are we are we in new york at this point yeah this is this right. is uh white plains new york i believe it is okay if i had to go off memory and and i think it still exists for what it's worth um the uh, so you'd go and you play video games and I did that for a while. And then after a while, I was like, I'm not having like the return that I want from this experience. So I started drifting over to the, uh, galloping horses, you know, that galloping the, where you roll the balls and oh, if you get it in the oh, middle. Yeah. 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 So that had prizes. So you could actually like spend the free tokens you got from the birthday party for potential prizes. And I remember one time I won like the first time trying a uh, Roadrunner from, you know, Looney Tunes. And I was like, the only way to make this a perfect day is to win the Coyote. And I proceeded to go on the worst losing streak that's ever happened. And I was basically like sad man at a horse racing facility, just like crumbling into dust as I spent all my tokens. And eventually I ran out I hadn't won, and the poor, like, kid, 16-year-old kid who was working the horse riding thing was like, here you go, kid. And Aww. I just felt, it, it was so pity. I, it didn't feel like a win to me. It was it was a sad moment. That is, that is as somebody who has visited a lot of arcades recently since, since I've had kids, um, that is, like, it's sadly, like, the v- vast majority of arcade experiences now yeah. are, like, some version of gambling or... Uh, some, I mean, that's, that is almost all like, and there's some that are diabolical, man. There's a, 
this series of where you like drop the coin in the slot. And it's pushing. It has like, a oh, shelf. Yeah, it's yeah, pushing yeah. the stuff. There's like a Marvel theme one, Ugh. and there's a SpongeBob theme one. It drops these special cards. There's a Wizard of Oz theme one. It's like you get one card. It's great. And if you get the whole set though, you get two thousand tickets. And there's only one Toto in the whole deck, so you got to like watch for Toto to pop. That's like a, a, a overwhelming number of of arcade games lately. It seemed to be those. Yeah, sorts it's just of, carny like, like scammy carny games at yeah. this point. Yeah, um, which I mean, adapt. You have to adapt, right? Because if it's tough for arcades to compete with home experiences, yeah, you know, right. Um, yeah, a, you need a unique anymore. thing. I mean, big Big Fruit Ninja is pretty fun. I do like Big Fruit Ninja. Can I, I like talk about an arcade Space game? Big Space Invaders that... is fun. I like the big one. Big oh Space yeah, those if you are play fun. Big Space Invaders, I that one's pretty no. fun. Big Patman's fun. All the big ones are fun. <laughs> um, there's a game called Lucky and Wild. That was yes. a, a Namco arcade machine that I've only seen in the wild one time. Uh, and you play as two two of the just fucking douchiest uh, Miami Vice style cops uh, driving. One player, Lucky, uh, is the wheel man. So he's driving a car. You have the wheel. You got the pedals. You got all that. He also has a gun, light gun. Uh, that you also have to use while driving this the car. This box art Look is at this insane. The box art is the best. The the everything about it is fucking wild. Wild. Speaking of, is sits uh, is riding shotgun, which is appropriate because Wild doesn't have to drive; just has a light gun. And the two of you uh, drive down streets, dishing out sort of <laughs> outrageously extrajudicial automotive justice. Uh, while chasing down cars, Lucky has to drive and like keep it on the road and dodge obstacles. But both of you are just blasting away. Uh, and it boggled my mind the first time I played this game that you could do both things in one game, and also that nobody else was really doing it. Not until the fucking Starsky and Hutch PS2 video game, which I remember because I bought it because it looked like Lucky and Wild. It is the only other game I know of that sort of did this multi this multi layer gameplay experience um but man what a what a what a treat that was what a first lucky first and, and only time right. i found that in our i love lucky and wild's box art because it has a picture of lucky and wild in the front and center and yeah. beneath them it says lucky and wild the ultimate mm -hmm. team and then at the top left it has like zoomed in shot headshots of each of them just to make it very clear which one is lucky and which one is wild. You, you would see know, them. You would know in the dark. <laughs> it was pitch black, like no noise. You can't, you would know which one is lucky from a thousand miles away. It's and so wild clear. has a forehead that is like Conehead's level. It is it's, amazing. It's really good. You can see them in the rearview mirror the whole time you're playing the game. They're fucking stupid faces, grimacing and smiling and looking worried. Or when they go to the, there's a garage you go to between each level where you can spend the cash that you earned in the previous level to fix up your car where fucking babes like wait on you with cocktails and stuff like that it is <laughs> such a bizarre relic of its time and I, I i just i can't believe they didn't make more more games like it hey can we talk about other video games let's do it honorable mentions let's jump in i've finished zelda oh god you got a problem bud i finished it i beat every shrine what? No, you did. Wait, 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 wait. You did not. You have a child, Griffin. I finished Zelda. I beat every shrine. That I mean, means he's been out for two and a half weeks. And I think Zelda. that's fully okay to do. No, uh, listen, you're wrong. We went on tour. I played that game pretty much nonstop. 
while we were on tour, which which comprised, I would say, a majority of my playtime of this. A majora of your playtime. A majora of my playtime. Did you <laughs> did you just hit a point where okay, I, I hit this point sometimes with games where like I, I if I'm really deeply into a game, it has a deleterious effect on other aspects of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, baby. Yeah, okay. baby. I, I I will sometimes like I'll be not just like basic stuff like, oh, didn't really hit the Hit the gym today. Like, like hey, I was mean to my kids and wife all day because I would no. rather be playing Zelda. Like, I get, to, I get to a point where it's like, I'm going to have to just poop sop this motherfucker. So I, I did out of this. Point. I got I hit a point. I hit a point with this game. I think I'm going to do it where it's like, I got to get this fucker out of my life. <laughs> it's the only thing I get. Like, I have to just go harder than I ever had. The only way out is through, right? Like, yeah. Can I be, can I be straight with you? Looking at June. I knew I was going to have to to do that. For my own sort of mental well-being, I couldn't have this and Diablo and Final Fantasy in my life all at the same time, right? Yeah. Um, it. I can't wait for more people to finish this game. I can't wait to talk about the ending of this game. Can, can I just say, here's where I'm at with it. So I, I know I've said this before. I am still not looking anything up. I'll give you a frame of reference to the fact that I'm not looking anything up. I've had only one piece of the climbing gear for like 35 hours or however Never long. Never found I've been it. Never found the climbing gear. I just found one piece and that's it. And it's driving me a little nuts, but that's fine. I'm still not looking anything up. And because of that, I have no, I mean, I have a vague frame of reference of how big the game is, but it, I'm so far away from coming close to an ending yeah, that cool. It's fine with me because I'll be like, oh, I'll just play for two hours and feel like I did something, and then, but I'm not like rushing to an ending. I know okay. I could just do the story and get to the ending, but like I want to get everything before I do that. And so I this get I'm gonna be playing this game for like probably six months, and that's fine with me. Some people do it in like two and a half weeks. Um, I am worried <laughs> that if I take too far away from it, there's so much. Yeah. I'm worried if I t get too far away from it or spend enough time away from it, I'll just sort of like, it'll all... Yeah, it's like mind. a three-hour, like, rebooting your brain to remember how to play these games. So, um, I yeah, it definitely takes some time. I, I think it's the... I think it is... I don't know. I still need to sit with it. I just finished it. You, well, uh, can I just ask this? Ago. So yeah. you found every shrine. You, yeah. you use the map, right? There's no way you, like, actively found every shrine on your own. What do you mean? Like, did you look online to find? Where oh, the yeah. I, so there are a few shrines. I would say maybe the last dozen or so. Yeah. Uh, I got kind of tired of just kind of uh, looping built, the map. And I built like a. I got I got my battery like way filled up and found this armor that let me use Zoni devices for huge periods of time. So I would just build these flying machines and go to empty sort of areas sure. of the map. Uh, and then turn my shrine sensor on and fly around and find some. There are lots of shrines that don't show up like that. You have yeah, to do the, like, like crystal ones. I think. Uh, well, don't the little crystal up. ones are. There were like maybe one of those that I didn't find, but most of them were like quests where you have to like talk to somebody and solve some puzzle or do something yep. before the shrine will even appear. Um, and so there were there were you know like I said maybe a dozen of those that I I had to had to go look up because again like I wanted to I reached a point where. My enjoyment of the core loop was not um, like vanishing, but it was starting to feel a little bit like uh, you know, you've seen checkbox. I'd seen it, right? Yeah. Um, and so I, I just kind of wanted to, kind of wanted to power through it. Um, 
But, yeah, I'm having a good time now trying to craft the absolute cheapest like boat or car that I can craft. I don't want tips in doing this, but like if I put one wheel and then just like a shitty wooden wheel on this plank that I found, is this going to be like three zonite instead of nine zonite kind of thing? And that's been really satisfying to me. I'm just like trying to like hoard all my shit. Yeah, I don't um, think I mean, there's a wrong. I don't think there's a wrong way to 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 play it, right? Hey, a lot of my concerns have been ameliorated, as Plant suggested last week. He suggested I start duping some of the resources, and they patched and, that out. Actually, what they they released the patch, which apparently removed all the duping. Yeah, strats. but not updating. Thank yeah, you. Nice very try, much. Nice yeah, nice try. Nice try, Reggie. Shigeru Miyamoto. Thank <laughs> you, Reggie. Trying no to trick me for you. I don't. I, I. I. don't know if I'm ready to make any like grand judgments, but the. the I. I finished it at like midnight one night because I knew I was like in the final stretch and I. I. I wanted to see it through, and I was like in my living room at midnight, fucking cackling at the, <laughs> at the like at the the ending of this game. It kicks. It. I don't know if it's my favorite Zelda game. Right. I don't know if it's the best Zelda game. It probably is. Um. But it is without a doubt the coolest and best like ending sequence by a huge 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 fucking margin wow. and i can't wait to talk more about it you know i guess maybe at the end of the year once you guys yeah have, uh powered through yeah i wonder if i'm gonna find all the stuff before i actually finish the story up um i also want to give a shout out to barry finished barry and zelda oh. in the same night which was wow. very emotionally compromising um uh, just finishing a lot of really good shit um and succession at, at, at just one. ended. It's oh uh, yeah, it was succession. That'll be mine. Um, maybe the consistently best show. Like in terms of like, cons- there's shows I like more. Um, and there's shows that maybe hit higher highs, but like, uh, it's so well executed, so satisfying. Does exactly what it needs to do. Has a great sense of what it is from the beginning. If you've been waiting, like, you should watch succession. It is great. Did you finish Barry Juice? Because I know you were. No, nah, I haven't finished Barry yet. I had. Okay. I, I. I. It is. I'm. I'm close. Yeah, I'm like close. three episodes from the end as well, so I'm I'm pretty close. But it's I'm incredibly amazed at his uh, directing talent. Um, Bill yeah. Hader's, yeah, really just like he's astonishing. Have a big, I feel like he's gonna have a gigantic film career. Like, yeah, I think he feels like the next Jordan like Jordan Peele. Peele. Style. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 cool. yeah, yeah for Fucking, sure. I I have to. The some of the shit Stephen Root gets up to in the last few episodes is like if he does if that man does not win. Up, some like you don't up. watch the session, Griffin. It's really hard unless you're watching both because there's some like I I will say this though. Stephen Root is also in Succession, by the way. <laughs> Stephen Root is my favorite actor. I've decided. I think this, that's by true. The way. Yeah, I think I, think I would Stephen Root is my that. favorite yeah. actor on the planet. Like I think <laughs> Stephen Root. I'll watch that motherfucker in eight different things. He's always brilliant. He's brilliant in True Blood. Brilliant in news radio. Obviously, I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously. if you haven't seen him in news radio, you haven't seen him. He's a genius. King of the uh, Hill. Amazing voice actor. Steve, God, I love Steven Root yeah. so much. Steven Tobolowsky is my second, but anyway. <laughs> they gave him a lot to work with in the finale. That I'm, is like- I'm very excited. Uh, I can't wait. That is exquisite. Uh, Russ, do you Ru- have anything? Russ, do you have anything? Paul? I mean, it's just Zelda for me. I'm still like, yeah, my blind wandering through this world of, you know, craziness. I've almost fully lit up the depths, which has been a satisfying journey. And I fought a big dragon. That was exciting. Uh- but yeah, I don't know. It's I I get excited when I finish a set, and then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna upgrade this set and see what the set bonus is. And there's some wild set bonuses in there. Yeah, there some is. really fun stuff. Um, I just really, really hope that they 
support this in the way they've supported fucking Mario Kart, which is like an astonishing amount of DLC because I'd be thrilled to just keep coming back to this. It's like, oh, here's a this new... This already is kind of DLC, though, you know? It's more of like <laughs> an the same map. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it rules. Uh, I I hope more people play it. I, I was speaking to a friend of mine who doesn't play a ton of games but heard so much about Zelda and, and jumped in, and he found the initial island to be like very railroady and directed and wasn't into it. So I would say if you feel the same way, if you're listening, uh, keep going. Cause I think once you get to the land and they give you a way more freedom, you might find the game that way. That's how, that's how he experienced it. So cool. I think we did it. Uh, I wanted to thank the following people for writing reviews for the besties on Apple podcasts. We have Mozart's goats, ultra pads and NB time Lord. Thank you for writing Reviews for the besties on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I guess I'm also recapping the games we talked about. We talked about Street Fighter Six. We also talked about some wild arcade games that we remember. Uh, we also talked about Succession and Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and Barry, the television show. What are we doing next week? Next week, we're going to shout the devil again with Diablo 4. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. But do we know what uh, each of us is going to be starting as class-wise? Probably Barbarian. That's kind of my go-to jammer. I'll Justin? be wizard. You're going to be wizard? I'm going to be necromancer because I think it matches my body type. That's <laughs> interesting. Russ. Um, <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to that conversation. And I'm looking forward to you joining us. Please be sure to join us again next time for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games? Steve.